0: Hello and welcome to another episode of What the Fuck Is Wrong With You People. So this is obviously not the first time I've recorded this episode because I wound up swearing and cursing and everything like I always swear and curse. And I realize that's not going to just be received well, except by maybe my two listeners. Hi Stark. Hi, uh, Hi Sir Anthony. Hope you guys are doing well. Another shout out for Stark and Sir Anthony Stark for Machines, S T A R K number four M A C H I N E S. On Twitch, he streams Path of Exile. He's an awesome guy. Go support him. Uh, S Anthony says is the name of the podcast for my friend Sir Anthony, my podcast buddy, I should say. He's awesome. You should listen to him. He's a lot more intelligent than I am. About everything I just you know the dumbass anyway so I'm seeing a lot of people say the Electoral College was based off of racism it's a dog whistle for all of the southerners we have to get rid of it now it's a bunch of fucking bullshit there's a difference between causation and correlation Slavery correlated to the passing of the legal mechanisms in basically how we hire the president of the United States for four years. And it took almost 20 years for us to decide how to hire the executive branch almost 20 fucking years. And that's because a lot of major issues came into play. A lot of debate issues came into play, and a lot of real economic and social issues came into play. Slavery was obviously one of the issues hotly debated and discussed. By the way, it's kind of freezing out here. I'm walking around in the cold. (laughs) So if I sound funny, that's why. And, uh, but it was only one of the issues. The biggest issue. And this is why slavery existed before this country existed. Thousands of years before this country existed. And why this country and how it dealt with slavery had a real reckoning because we're talking about the abolition of an institution that's spanned thousands of governments and social structures. Egyptians, Greeks, Romans, Mongols, Well, today we actually have a form of slavery in the terms of migrant, illegal workers uh, working the fields in California in Texas. Texas is an innocent on it. But as a standard institution, it existed in pure democracies. It existed in representative governments. A pure democracy does not eliminate slavery Representative governments did not eliminate slavery. And that's because slavery was seen as a, and and I disagree with this, it was seen as a necessary evil by those who worked in agricultural areas. And they believed that it was a necessary evil because for every one person you need three to five acres of farmable land that means land rich in nutrients and believe me farmable land is not everywhere if you have stony land or land above a certain elevation or below a certain elevation, there are crops that just won't grow. You have to have land rich in nutrients. So three to five acres of farmable land for every one person in order so that one person can survive. This is how metropolitan and cultural centers and population centers are created. People will congregate together and then ship the land in, or not land in, but food in from land that's not where they're living. So I grew up on about four and a half acres of land. That would have been enough. If I was farming it myself for me to live on for, you know, a, a year, you know, an entire year and then, you know, re, replant stuff till the soil and then once again, one more year with maybe a little bit left over to make up for famine and pestilence, right? I grew up in a family of four we would have needed 13 to 15 more acres of land to support all of us it's about 640 acres of land for every one square mile so as you can tell things start to snowball pretty quickly when you have millions of people, one million people, you need four to five million acres of farmable land. So states like New York, they think, oh, well, I see a farm. That's enough. You know, we can farm our own. No, New York does not have enough farmable land to sustain its own population. That's why they have to ship stuff out from other states like Colorado or Georgia or California or even Texas where do you think you get your avocados where do you think you get your Georgia pizza peaches where do you think you get your Palisade peaches I live right by Palisade I found out that's actually shipped uh, several states over where do you get your Olathe sweet corn They're not just names of fruits and vegetables here. We're talking about large tracts of land where nobody can live on it, where it needs to be farmed. And the problem is even in a democracy, what you wind up having, the high population centers putting their demands and restrictions over low population centers creating slavery. Where do you think you know, British, the British went to get all their food? They went over to Ireland, brutally enslaved the Irish, then they started spreading colonies out in order to sustain their small little British Empire. That's why some of these empires spawned from small, uh, from small uh, island areas or whatever they have to branch out in order to get more land to provide more food to feed their growing population. And the reason why the representative government was created was because that's exactly what the democratic government was doing. It created slavery created slavery and uh, with Ireland it created slavery uh, you know like in uh, in Africa uh, it's been there since the Egyptians but they spread the slavery over to the to uh, the colonies here in America we were all British and it was a more democratic representative government than it is now so the idea that getting rid of the electoral college will get rid of a slavery or it was based on institution slavery is fucking bullshit. And then you have the three-fifths of compromise. Three-fifths compromise was actually based off of tax- federal taxation and the House of Representatives to try and control portions of the Congress. Okay. And that was repealed in 1868 with the 14th Amendment. The Electoral College was it took from the Three-Fifths Compromise in order to try and influence how the electors would participate in the presidential election. But then, in places where there weren't slave states, it still uh, wound up not being used by, in any conceivable way that was predicted by the Founding Fathers. Now if you want to talk about, probably the only thing that the Electoral College did that the founders predicted would protect the low population centers that were agricultural from being completely dominated by high population centers like from New York. And If you want to know how bad it is to have a high population center try to dictate to low population centers how to do things, two major examples. Hillary Clinton doubling down on fracking, saying that fracking is good and fracking would elevate the populace and create large metropolitan areas in, in states like Colorado, uh, which is you know, what I got from her campaign. Not understanding that Colorado can't be a major metropolitan state simply due to the fact that Colorado has to have farmland. It's an agricultural or hybrid agricultural state. If you don't have those millions of acres of farmland across this country, you're not going to have food for people who live in fucking New York. And she was preaching about, um, uh, she basically how she talked about anybody in a low population state was pretty disparaging. Rather, you're a Democrat or a Republican. It was, it was pretty insulting and disparaging. And she was promoting fracking, which for three years made it so that you can light the drinking water on fire here in Colorado. In areas like uh, Fort Collins. That's the stupidity a lot of, of a lot of these people that believe in high population centers controlling uh, low population centers. The other example of high population centers controlling low population centers, Herbert Hoover and how he demanded the states divide up their agricultural wealth so that you only had certain crops in certain states and preventing farmers from rotating the crops. That resulted in something called the Great Dust Bowl or the black hurricane or black blizzard that destroyed the agricultural power of the United States for something like four three or four years and it took FDR and basically an act of God with the black hurricane blowing out the windows of Washington DC representatives before they decided to undo what Herbert Hoover did and create a topsoil revitalization program, That took like uh, something like 18 months before people were able to really get that under control. So, everything you know that people are preaching about slavery made this, so we should abolish it, they're fucking idiots. There's another word I'd like to use, but apparently it's not politically correct right now. And I mean, I get it. I get it. But it is mentally regressive to believe that level of bullshit. Because if you're going to support a pure democratic way of voting, you're supporting brutal slavery that existed for thousands of years before the representative government was created here in the US. And that's because whenever people want to dominate, they will enslave the minority. Doesn't matter if it's Democrat, doesn't matter if it's uh, representative, Democratic, I should say, doesn't matter if it's representative. If you don't keep the rulers in check, they will do that. No matter what, the minority has to have an equal voting power or an equal representative power. The majority can never dominate the minority. That's why the House of Representatives was created the way it was. And yes, a lot of slave states says, we need it, we need it because, you know, we're anti-abolition. Yeah, that's a correlation. That's not a causation. The causation is, even if those were not slave states, they were still minority representative states in an agricultural rich area that could not support a large population. And that's why I use Britain and Ireland as an example. And the Irish really were brutally enslaved for a couple hundred years. Getting tired of people saying, It wasn't the same as Africans in... No, I don't give a fuck if it was the same or not. It was slavery. And they were brutalized. You can argue about who had it worse later. It's not about who had it worse. It's about the fact that they were enslaved to provide food and sustenance for high population centers in the British Empire. And it had, it was less representative and more um, democratic popular vote-based than ours is here. So, this alone, and that's ignoring the Greeks, that's ignoring the Uh, Egyptians, it's ignoring all the other fucking governments out there. That fact alone proves that slavery was a correlation, not a causation. Every single government had it. It's not only until recently that slavery did not exist. Even then, it still exists to some degree. So this bullshit of the Electoral College is based on the foundations of slavery. Yeah, well, fuck you. So is every goddamn fucking country out there. While you're talking on your fucking iPhone and uh, communicating on the internet, using your fancy computer, all that shit is born out of some sort of sweatshop or slavery thing. The importance is that we have to have an equitable balance between low population agricultural centers, high population people in New York. There's people in New York, people in California, high population areas, they don't have a fucking clue how to deal with low population areas. And, and California it has a huge farming industry and so does Texas. And another point is, if you can't appeal to all of the, to both the and majority of the agricultural and the high population centers of the United States, you don't deserve to be president. If you're going around calling people deplorables because they live in a lower income uh, 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 states and live on farms, You don't get to be called calling yourself president. Democratic Party is about hope and unity so you need to preach that shit. Period. You want to have a civil war just because the North beat the South last time and the North would beat the South again this time that just means that you're a horrible fucking person because you want to see people die. In other words, you're the wrong thought police. So this all needs to stop. There really isn't an argument for removing, for going full on population rules. There is no argument for that, period. Because there are plenty of governments in the past that have oppressed the minority through popular vote. What needs to happen is people need to try and work for unity by supplying uplifting benefits to everybody, whether they're in rural or high population centers. And if they don't want to go out to the rural areas in order to win over the mines or change the thinking from, listen, you shouldn't be racist, you should vote for us, you should work together, you should welcome your neighbor no matter what color or, or belief they have. If you don't want to do that, you don't get to be president. Period. And that's why this representative form of government was created. It's also why we fought the Revolutionary War, because the colonies were treated as the redheaded stepchildren, forced to bow down to the high population centers of the British Empire. And we said, we're not going to repeat that mistake. Nobody got what they wanted when they created the Electoral College. Not one single person in or founding father got what they wanted. Everyone was pissed off with it. They voted for it because they needed something. And that's what we wound up with. Now, if you want to think of a better system, then we should have a better system. The problem is, likely nobody will like any other future system. I think what should happen is the electoral college should be proportional in each state, proportional to the votes cast in that state. And then leave it at that. As far as the three-fifths that was taken out, 1868. It wasn't even passed to create the Electoral College. The Electoral College just borrowed from that idea. So, that's it. Have a good day.